Have you ever wanted to make your very own podcast? Have you ever wondered why podcasting is so hard and how you could find an easier way to do so? I'm Lazy Tail Wolfox, the host of the lovely uh, podcast channel called Fur Chat here on Anchor. If, um, I'm here to tell you all things about Anchor. So let's get started. First thing and foremost, it is absolutely free of charge. You do not need to worry about late fees, fees, or any fees whatsoever. Yes, fees, fees, fees. Uh, there is no fees whatsoever. It is absolutely free, free, free. Another thing, there are plenty of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, meaning you can use your built-in microphone or, like I'm doing, a standard issued stereo mini mic to record your pod- to record your podcast with. And you can easily edit it through mute through their built-in music con- content built into the Anchor app. Another thing to note, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be part- heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more places to come. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You can also it is also everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. To get started, you download the Anchor app for free on Google Play or iOS and go to or go to anchor.fm on your computer to get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Fur Chat. I am your host, Lazy Tail Wolfox, bringing you guys this amazing podcast. Um, this episode is going to be targeted specifically on a lot of the, on another furry drama related thing going on, especially on TikTok. So this is going to be more or so of a rant episode. So if you are not interested in this rant episode, then I would suggest just not listening to it today. But... And but and but it'll explain everything going on as far as TikTok is going and where my TikTok has to be at this point. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get right on into it. Alrighty, so um First things first, I'm going to, um, before I get into the whole uh, TikTok incident and what what's going on on TikTok, I want to get into the whole Scrat incident a little bit further. Um, my personal, um, my personal uh, down point with Scrat's incident is Scrat had no reason to apologize for his own opinion. I'm going to say this now. Um, he honestly had no reason to apologize to the Raptors or anything at this point. Um, I hate saying it, but I'm starting to begin to feel that the fandom is now being ruined because of them. Um, and I'm going to say this as to why I feel this way now. And that is because I've been receiving a lot of death threats from them and a lot of death threats from the gotcha folks, okay, um, and that is on TikTok and all social medias I use, of course, that's part of being, part of, part of having the internet fame is you're going to be receiving things like that, but you got, you have to understand, I'm starting, beginning to feel that because of this situation, 
that the Raptors and Gotcha folks are basically have pretty much ruined the fandom. Um, so really, with honesty, Scrat has no reason to apologize for his um, for his actions at all. He, I, I'm gonna say this now. This is this is the United States of America. He lives in the United States of America, and I'm going to say this now, in the U.S., we have our, the right to freedom of speech as long as it isn't slander or threatening anyone in any way. He did not threaten or hurt anyone in any possible way, and, and I'm saying that now. He was 100% right on what, uh, he was actually 100% in the right for doing what he did, and he had no reason whatsoever to apologize to any of, to any of you Raptors for what he said I'm saying it now he had no reason to apologize okay and there's no reason to make somebody apologize for something they don't have to apologize for okay so just leave him alone okay just leave him alone um another thing I like I said I feel that they are basically ruining the fandom at this point because I've received a lot of threats from them and that clearly just states to how hateful these people really are. It, you know, they're sending threats out to other people, things like that, and it kind of set it kind of shows how hateful something a lot of these people really are. I'll be honest, I have quite a few friends on the internet that are raptors. I don't mind talking to them. I'm not going to stop talking to them because they're a raptor or anything. I'm just basically saying I'm beginning to feel that they're basically ruining the fandom because of threatening people and attacking people. Um, I was basically threatened by many of them because I clearly just wasn't a raptor. Okay? I don't have to spend $15 on a toy mask, a stupid toy mask, just to, you know just to just to uh, be a part of your fan base everyone has their own opinions everyone has their own opinions everyone has the right to enjoy what they want to enjoy okay and nobody should be stomped on for it 100% should not be stomped on for it all right just like you guys enjoy being Raptors I'm not holding anything against you for being a Raptor okay I'm not holding anything against you I'm just clearly stating that what I meant to say, and I took this out of context, what I meant to say is that your actions, threatening people, harassing people because they're not raptors, that's getting to the point where it's ruining the fandom and it has to stop. Um, another note, I am putting my TikTok account on private and I'm going to say this now it is because of haters going around on TikTok basically banning all furry accounts um, I have no I have no reason no th nothing to say about that um, other than they just don't have anything better to do during the course of this quarantine so the internet drama is just going to get worse However, Scrat, like I said, but I'm going to say it again though, Scrat has no reason to apologize for basically anything he said because he was 100% in the right. 
He didn't deserve to be attacked by you. I don't deserve to be attacked by anybody. But we gotta face the facts. It's gonna happen. People are gonna make videos about you. People are gonna, um, people are going to just strike back with hateful accounts. Okay? Like I said, the actions of these Raptor folks are getting to the point where the fandom is basically being tarnished. You know, I used to enjoy the fandom for what it was. Now, it's to the point where I can't even enjoy what I want to enjoy anymore. That's because of them, and that's because of the gotcha folks, and that's because of basically where everything's going. And I'm going to say this. I 100% have the right to say this in my own podcast. Okay? And I will not be apologizing for it. And there's nothing that anyone can say that'll make me apologize for it. Because I have no reason to. I'm in the right here. I have no reason to. Okay? I believe what I believe. I can. I have the right to say what I want to say. Unless, unless it is committing slander. Committing threatening acts towards the government. It does not matter. Okay? If it does not commit threats against the government. Threats against an establishment. Threats against somebody else. Slander, harassment, whatever. There, those are the only reason. Those are the only reasons I'd have. I'd have to apologize or face the consequences. But if it, but I'm not doing that right now. I'm not specifically pinpointing somebody's username on this podcast. I'm not. <coughs> excuse me. I'm not specifically pinpointing somebody's real name on this podcast. Therefore, I don't have to apologize. I don't see the need to. Okay. If you get mad at me for saying this, if you're a raptor listening to this and you get mad at me for calling your toy mask stupid, like Scrat did, then go for it. I don't care. You can attack me, believe what you want to believe. I said it without cursing. I said it without pointing out your username. I said it without committing slander. Okay? You can believe what you want to believe. Alright? Believe what you want to believe. I really do not care. Okay? I do what I do to make people happy, and that's all I care about. Alright? I don't have to make everybody happy. My opinions do not have to make everybody happy. They do not have to be pleasing to other people. Okay? They just don't. Alright? And you can go rant on and say, Oh, keep your opinions to yourself. Keep your opinions to yourself. You have no right to live for saying what you said. Because that's exactly what y'all did to Scrap. You basically just said, Oh, he has no reason to live. He has uh, no right to even talk on TikTok no more. He has every reason to be banned from the furry fandom. That's exactly what y'all did. Okay? You took his opinion... And turned it into something that it really should not have happened. And he committed nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. Okay? He did absolutely nothing wrong. Alright? Just like I'm doing nothing wrong here stating my own opinion in my podcast. I'm allowed to do that. This is America. We have the right to freedom of speech. Okay? Freedom to express ourselves. Alright? As long as it does not commit slanderous acts. As long as it does not commit harassment. Which is specifically pinpointing somebody's name. In the program, like, if I were to say such and such name in this podcast, that would basically be me going, doing something, taking something and turning it illegal. If I take an establishment name, put it in this podcast, that would make it illegal. I basically did something and turned it illegal. If I'm going around on my podcast 
talking about saying specifically how stupid the Raptors are because they're going after a famous person that's basically my friend for crying out loud. Because all because he stated his own opinion without committing slander to anyone, then that's not that's not illegal. And there's nothing wrong with it. Okay? Nothing wrong with it. Alright, we're now going to go ahead and move right on into another topic, and uh, I'll see you guys there. Hi guys, um, welcome back to another lovely uh, segment to the podcast. I'm going to... Um, bring up a nice little uh, theory that I had learned, um, something that might change your mind about this whole pandemic. So, so far I've learned, and I, and I feel like this, uh, this podcast might get deleted for this, but I'm going to say it anyway, just so you're aware. Um, I'm beginning to feel as though the government, may, the, the United States government, basically knew about the whole pandemic from the beginning. Um, how I feel this way is because I've seen little snippets here and there that have pretty much kind of showed and kind of shown me. First thing I noticed was I was told that there was a guy who wrote a book about describing the pandemic and basically he was he was basically had a uh, a telepathic reading that was done um it was not a telepathic reading it was a psychic reading excuse me it was a psychic reading that was done and basically the psychic pretty much told him that there would be a virus to take place in in 2020 but would come back five years later um the guy this guy then basically wrote a book about it and this was this was back in like the 80s 80s 90s um this was way before even me I even me um way before way before Katrina, way before all that. Um, and then, now, all the way up going, uh, fast forwarding all the way to now, we, and, well, fast forwarding to 2019, I should say, we passed a CARE Act, we basically voted on on passing a CARE Act for COVID-19, um, for vaccinations and everything else. Um, I also learned how in 1920, we also had the influenza, which was the Spanish flu, how there's this old lady on the news, this elderly lady on the news. Um, she lived to be 102 a few days ago. And basically she spoke about the influenza, which was the Spanish flu how they survived that, how they survived the depression, 
And even then, there was no cure for influenza, even then it was still new. Just like the, just like COVID-19, it's still new. Um, there was then, 2019, we passed the COVID-19 Care Act, which was basically for the incentives, the stimulus, all that. Um, then 2020 comes along and COVID-19 then lands in the U.S. But before, just before that, a brand new, um, a brand new back art, um, cover art for the back of a quarter was released for 2020. And on the back of this quarter, it was, there were bats fluttering around on the back of this quarter. Basically, like, there's a horizon, and then there's bats, I guess that's what it is, flying towards the horizon or whatever, and, uh, on the back of this quarter, as the sun is setting, um, I saw this, a co-worker of mine showed me this. And then, of course, spring 2020, COVID-19 strikes the U.S., and here we are. Um, this was basically. Um, this was ba- um, Alexa, stop. Um, this was basically. Um, I feel more of like a whole conspiracy joke. Um, and I'm beginning to feel and think, what if the government knew about this the entire time and just wanted total control because if you look at it they closed down the churches they closed down all recreational activities um what if it is for them to have total control over all, over everything we do you know and then that's part of the reason why the right to bear arms was placed into was placed into the constitution to begin with where we can now basically and a police officer from New York basically said this um we can now basically go against our own government and nothing can be done about it you know if you really think about it now because it's become to the point where tyrancy is being put into place, where tyranny is being put into place, and if you re- if you really think about it that hard, it feels as though tyranny is being put into pl- being put into practice. Um, at least that's a theory for right now. But I don't know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys think. But this is a theory that's been going around for quite some time. Um, that the government had had some reason or some knowledge of the virus prior to the virus reaching its peak. So, and coming and making its way to the U.S. So, just let me know, and um, let me let me know your input on this. So, I really don't, I really don't even know if it's true or not. I'm a, I'm a person where if I'm gonna believe something, I need the facts first. You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, being a Christian believer, you know, being, being a Christian, you know, um, being a huge believer in God, I also 
am a man of if something's happening world worldly related religious related that's a different thing but anything happening in my world like the world that i'm that my pseudo world that i'm sitting in right now pseudo world being earth sitting on earth right now if i'm going to learn something about sitting on earth right now i need the facts you know i'm a man of facts so as well so you know if something is going on behind closed doors in our u.s government um please 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 you know gather up as much data as possible um and something of course needs to be done uh some people like i said this is just a theory it's not something i fully believe yet because there's not enough facts to prove it but you also could never know what if something could be going on behind closed doors in the u.s government that we don't know about you know if you really think about it um that's my input on it but right like i said that's just a conspiracy that i've heard i don't really believe it you know because i personally believe the government's doing all they can if you really think about it they're doing all they can with what they have you know and that's kind of that's kind of like me when i started youtube doing what i can with what I have, starting my podcasts, doing what I can with what I have, you know, that's kind of the situation with the government right now, I feel, with COVID-19, is the government's doing everything they possibly can with this, but they're doing it with what they have available at the moment, and then as time progresses, they're going to get more and more and more available to them to release to the public, you know what I mean? So I feel they're personally deep down, though I'm not a government person, I'm not really one for politics, I f really feel the government's doing everything possible that, that they can, just they're doing it with what they're able to receive, with what they have, you know. So like somebody might get their stimulus in two weeks, another person like for example me, would have to wait three to four, three, four, five, six months before getting a stimulus, you know, and that's because they're, I feel they're doing what they can just with what they have, because there's so much going on, especially, I mean, I'll be honest, my unemployment came late because, not because I filed late, but because there was so much traffic on the unemployment site, so much traffic. And it got to the point where the system just started to crash and crash and crash and crash because it could not take the load. The, the online system could not take the load. So the online unemployment system kept crashing and crashing and crashing and crashing because it just couldn't take it because there was so much going in at once. So many people applying at once, you know, and that's why since the system is kind of falling apart because it can't take the load you know it can't it, it's it's proved as such an impact we're basically calling this a natural disaster you know the government's basically calling it a natural disaster because it's basically it's kind of what it is <laughs> but it basically just left such a huge impact that like i said unemployment unemployment offices local unemployment offices can't take the load Stimulus package can't take the load. Um, IRS can't take the load. It's becoming a huge, huge problem at this point. Um, 
yeah that's my input we're now going to go ahead and go right into the final topic and i will close out with housekeeping Alrighty guys, I am back with the final segment and then we will just go straight into housekeeping from here in this segment. So anyway, on May 25th, that's here in, I believe that's a week from now, I'm announcing it a week ahead of time, it is National Furry Fandom Awareness Day. So basically, on the 25th, um, you're supposed to draw a paw print on your hand and basically... It's to show people, like your friends at school or co-workers, that, hey, this person's a furry, you know, um, this, per- this person is a furry, and I'm a furry too, so why not we just be friends, you know? It's a way for newcomers in the fandom to make friends and meet other people in the fandom. So, don't forget it, mark your calendars, it is on May 25th, um, don't forget to, you know, make sure you put the paw print on your hand if you if you want to, only if you're participating. I know I'm participating. I'm going to be dressing up my work hat as, you know, with a little bit of paw, with paw print stickers. Um, I kind of already did that for Special Needs Awareness Week. So, I'm going to keep these on. And I might put a big fat one in the middle just to, uh, just to show that it's Furry Fandom Awareness Day. Um... But if, you know, if you're uh, interested in all that, then, you know, give it a shot. Um, anyway, that's pretty much it for this short little episode. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys in the next two weeks.